One of the things that I think is really valuable to do is to map your autonomic nervous system, which sounds quite a thing. But the reason why I find it's useful is because often what we'll find is that whenever we're feeling a certain way, rather than focus on, say, the story that we're telling ourselves and that sort of thing, what actually happens is it comes from our autonomic nervous system. The part of our nervous system that acts independently of us. And it's doing things all the time, of course. It's beating your heart. It's breathing for you. It's doing all sorts of things that it's not asking you about. It's changing all sorts of um, things going on in your body. And it, it doesn't discuss it with you. It just happens independently of you, which is why it's called autonomic from the word autonomous. And one of the things that it does in particular is it it acts as a um, like an alarm system, if you like. It's constantly surveying for signs of danger and opportunity. It's constantly looking for signs of safety and signs of unsafety. And the way our bodies work is that our nervous system basically splits into three different processes. And it equates to like three different parts of the body. So first of all, you've got this social engagement system, basically, which is what kicks in when everything's OK. When we're feeling pretty safe, it doesn't have to be fantastic, but everything's OK. You feel like it's easy to connect with people. It's easy to have a conversation, maintain eye contact, all those kind of things where we find it easy to do when we're we're in a state of safety, that kind of social engagement place. But there's two other places which we can go to when there is unsafety. Now, the first one, when I say unsafety, I mean in the wider sense. It could even be that there's a problem that needs solving. And so what happens when things go awry is we will move typically to the, in the first instance to where a fight or flight place will get very high energy. And the aim of that is that the body is trying to get us activated in order to solve the problem. And if the problem isn't solved, what we can often do is then sink into the third place, which is like a shutdown place. It's almost like um, what animals do when they play dead, I suppose. And it's a very low energy state. We go numb. We become distant. You know, we want to hunker down away from people. And so... It's useful to understand that often when we're feeling a certain thing or telling ourselves a certain story, it's often linked to what, which of those three places our nervous system has gone to. Are we feeling okay and safe and socially engaged? Are we feeling like there's a, a problem to address and so we've moved into fight or flight? Or have we tried to address the problem and it just feels helpless and so we go down into that shutdown place? And so it's useful to know and to be able to track where you are at any place. And sometimes you can have, you know, a foot in OK, but also a foot in fight or flight, flight, you know, that kind of alert sort of feeling. Before it goes into a full kind of energised place, that, that kind of readiness, I suppose. So it can be helpful sometimes to befriend our nervous system and, and kind of know where we are in that structure. 
And one of the things I, I really like to do is to map the nervous system out. So the way to map your nervous system is like this. Of the two places that we go to, like shut down or fight or flight, when things are awry or when we're not feeling particularly safe, start first with the one which feels most familiar and kind of just map it out with the question which says, how do I know I'm in that state? Like, what is my body doing when I'm in that state? So, for instance, if you started with fight or flight, you might think, well, I'm high energy. I can feel my heart beating quicker. I get butterflies in my tummy. I'm feeling sweaty. Um, you know, all these kind of um, things. Now, they're going to be different for each of us, but there'll be quite a few similarities, I suppose, as well. But that's basically the first question in terms of mapping this out. How do I actually know that I'm in a fight or flight state? And then whichever one you started with, go to the other one that signifies unsafety. So if you started with fight or flight, then go to shutdown and say, OK, what does it feel like when I'm in shutdown? So it might feel numb. It might feel that you don't want to talk to anybody. It might feel that your energy is very low and a whole host of other things which will be unique to you. And then finally, to finish on a good point, then how does it feel when you're socially engaged, when everything feels safe, when everything is OK? What's going on in terms of your body? What are your thought processes in, in that place? So that's what you're looking for, for each of the three things. You know, what's going on in your body? What's going on with you emotionally? What are the thoughts that are going on as well in your mind? And so what you'll be able to do then is get a good map of what happens for you when you're in each of these three different states. And you start to get an understanding then of just how vital and how influential those states are in terms of deciding not just how we feel in our bodies, but the emotions that we feel and the things that we think as well. And so to finish off the job, one of the things that you can do is focus in on your belief systems when you're in each of those particular states. So again, go through the cycle as you did before, starting in the kind of unsafe place that feels most familiar to you. And just fill in these sentences. I am dot, dot, dot. So think of how you are in that particular state with all those kind of thoughts, emotions, um, bodily feelings that you've just written down for that state. And when you're in that place, what is it that you believe about yourself? When you are to say, I am dot, 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 and you start describing who you are, what do you actually come up with from that state? And then the same thing, ask, ask yourself to finish the sentence, others are. And then finally, what's your belief about life and the world? So you can finish those sentences as well. In this state, I feel that life is or I feel that the world is and complete those sentences with as many different endings as you like, you know, just brainstorm a whole host of them and do that then for the next unsafe one and then for the OK one. 
And it's valuable because what you'll see is your belief systems will likely be very, very different. When things are going okay, your sense of who you are, who others are, what life is like, what the world is like, will seem a lot kinder and a lot more benign when you read that back than when you compare it, say, to when you're in a state of shutdown. Now, if you wanted to create a second map, which is a good idea as well, you can do the same thing, but map out what the triggers are that take you to that place. So again, the first one, let's say, for instance, it might be fight or flight, if that's the most familiar on safe one. Like, what are the things that put you there? What are the triggers that send you into that activated state? When you think about your life and you think about the times that you've been there, what typically goes on that would put you in a fight or flight, more energised state where you don't feel safe? And then you can do that for the next one. What are the things that tend to send you into shutdown? And then finally, of course, what's the kind of uh, things that bring you into a state of okayness, which you invite you back to safety? And so by the time you've done that, you'll have two very clear maps, one which kind of describes what it's like for you in each of those states and also describes the belief systems that go on for you when you're in those states. But also you'll have a clear idea as well of what the triggers are that send you to those states. And one of the reasons why that's valuable is not just because it gives you a, a real good sense of what's going on for you. But also, whenever you're in one of those states, you can actually get your little map out. You can get out this exercise that you've done in the past and just keep it for yourself. So next time you're in a shutdown state, you can start to have a look. Oh, I see what's going on for me here. I'm in a shutdown state because I'm feeling these things. Ah, oh, I see what's going on here. I'm believing these things about myself or life or the world. But I can see that what's actually happening here is that's influenced by the fact that I am in shutdown. Because if I was in a different state, I'd be thinking of something else. But importantly, you'd be able to see what the triggers are for you that's got you there. And so this kind of cloudy, nebulous feeling of shutdown, you'll be able to look and say, oh, okay. I can see that I get into this shutdown place whenever I feel ignored. Or I can feel that I get into the shutdown place when I feel guilty. I can feel where I get to the shutdown place when I'm feeling ashamed. Or I can get to the shutdown place where I don't feel connection with others, when I feel lonely. And at least then what you'll be able to do is start to put in some clear, specific ideas. So that this isn't just a sense of shutdown anymore, that this is guilt or exclusion or disconnection or loneliness or whatever it happens to be for you. Because from that point on, you can start to understand why you're in that state. And once you understand why you're in that state, it just allows you to start thinking about what you can do to overcome what put you there. 
So if you're feeling disconnected, maybe you might decide just to reach out to somebody, even if it feels difficult to do that. And so mapping your nervous system is really powerful. Because whenever you're telling yourself stories about who you are, you can actually understand that it's the state that has led to the story. And it probably isn't true because, as you can see from the map, when you move to another state, that story changes. And secondly, it can sometimes give you a way out of the state that you're in at the moment. If it's no longer useful for you to be there. Because by identifying what put you there, it gives you a clue as to how to get out of there as well. And so I find it really, really useful to map my nervous system. Because what I can do then is partner with my body, understand that my body is basically trying to keep me safe, that my nervous system is trying to keep me safe, trying to protect me. Sometimes make some wonky predictions, of course, but by mapping the nervous system, we get a really good idea of what's going on, how that's informing our own emotional well-being and give us a clue as well as to how to change it. So thanks for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow with another one. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, it's completely free. So you never miss an episode. Simply subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you'd like to like to uh, work with me one to one, I'm Alan Parry and you'll find me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. So thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.